At the exact moment they were underneath, Rigol and Suara leaped. They landed on the rear of the speeder, sending it tilting crazily. Rigol and Suara released their cable hooks, fastening themselves to the craft as it bucked and rolled. Ciri's face was set with determination as she battled with the out-of-control speeder. Ground loomed up at them. Canyon walls rushed past. Ahead was a sheer cliff. Ciri tried to slow the craft, but the engines were stuck. Cut the power, Obi-Wan shouted. Ciri shut down the engines. With a piercing whine, they cut out. The speeder bounced off the ground, then spun wildly. Sawara and Rigol desperately hung onto their cables. Obi-Wan was thrown from his door against Ciri. His head slammed back against the seat. The speeder suddenly smashed against the canyon wall. Then came to a stop. Obi-Wan tasted blood in his mouth, but he knew he was unhurt. He looked over at Ciri. She winced, but she nodded to let him know she was all right. Sawara was trying to pick herself up, but her leg was at an awkward angle. Rigol supported her and helped her rise. The Jedi did not hesitate. They did not even have time to wait until their heads were clear. The MTT was zooming down toward them, laser cannons firing. Obi-Wan and Siri leaped off the speeder and ran for cover. Rigol supported Suara and hustled her toward shelter. Obi-Wan found a small passageway between sheer canyon walls. He darted inside, and the others followed. Rigol leaned down to examine Suara's leg. Not broken. Suara tried to smile. At last, some good news. Can you walk? Obi-Wan asked. Yes, Suara said, her face white with pain. No, Rigol said gently. But I will help you. They followed the twisting trail, moving as fast as they could despite Suara's injury. I doubt they'll unload the droids here, Siri said. If this is an invasion, they'll want to get on with it, Suara said through clenched teeth. Why waste time on four Jedi? Maybe they'll just give up and go away. This trail is doubling back on itself, Obi-Wan said suddenly. It's going to bring us back where we started. Great, Siri said. I miss that MTT. Obi-Wan inched close to the edge of the wall. He looked out. The MTT had landed in a clear space a few hundred meters away. The ramp lowered. As Obi-Wan watched... Troop after troop of prototype droids marched down. They are unloading the droids, he said. They aren't giving up. Chapter 17 Anakin and True managed to find one of the few security officers left on the planet. They left Ruin in his care. I wouldn't be surprised if he bribes or talks his way out of custody, Anakin said watching as Ruin walked away with the officer, talking quickly and gesturing with his short, stubby arms. It doesn't matter, True answered. We have proof that Radnor is being invaded. We'd better talk to the others. Sure, so Ferris can tell us what to do, Anakin grumbled. Well, what do you think we should do? True asked, as they hurried toward the checkpoint Ferris and Dara were guarding. I think Galen is behind this, and we should confront him, Anakin said. He can tell us exactly what the Ivani are planning. Then we can figure out how to foil it. Somehow I doubt it will be that easy, True said. I do too, Anakin agreed. 
but I can't think of anything else. They reached Dara and Ferris and quickly told them what they had found. We don't know for sure that it's Galen, Ferris said. We don't have time to come up with another suspect, Anakin insisted. We have to move now. We don't know what's going on in the isolation sector. Our masters could be in danger. Anakin is right, Dara agreed. We won't lose anything by confronting Galen. Let's go, Ferris declared. As if it was his idea, Anakin thought. The four Padawans hurried to the command center. Galen was just tossing a small survival kit into his airspeeder. Going somewhere? Anakin asked. Of course I am, Galen answered. As soon as everyone is safely off the planet. You seem to be in a special hurry, Dara observed. Galen gave an exasperated sigh. What are you getting at now? We have solid information that the planet of Vaughn was behind the raids and also the theft of those prototype droids, Anakin said. And we think you know something about it. Galen chuckled, shaking his head. You kids sure come up with some incredible theories. I've been trying to help the citizens of Radnor. What about the original toxic accident, Ferris asked, and the theft of the droids? Both things happened at your facilities. It's called bad luck, Galen said. I'm one of the top scientists on Radnor. Maybe someone targeted me. And as soon as all this is over, we'll be going over our safety procedures very carefully. But I'm not responsible. I've been risking my life by staying here. I could have left long ago. I had the money. My sister and I decided to stay to help our fellow citizens. Why are you accusing me? Now Galen looked hurt, not angry. Anakin did not pick up anything amiss. He wished Obi-Wan were here. He was not yet adept at reading the true motives of other beings. Anakin remembered Ruin's anxiousness to get away. No doubt he had a rendezvous time with the Ivani as well as a rendezvous point. Maybe Galen had the same problem. I say we just hold him until the Ivani ships take off, Anakin told the others. He can wait here with us for the Senate ships. True silver eyes flickered as he understood Anakin's strategy. I agree. This is ridiculous! Galen exploded. Finally, they had cracked his wounded composure. I refuse, after all I've done, to subject myself to these suspicions. He jumped inside the airspeeder and revved the engine. But he hadn't counted on the quick reflexes of the Jedi. Anakin reached over and shut off the engine as True jumped in and accessed the onboard computer. He read out the coordinates that flashed on the screen. They were the same as Ruin's. I'm sorry, Galen, Anakin said. We now have proof. Those are the coordinates of an Ivani landing site. You are going to be airlifted off-planet. Yes, so what? Galen bellowed. Along with everyone else? I don't think so. I think you cut a special deal with the invaders. You and your conspirators would have had new lives in Avon, thanks to your betrayal of your planet. A small, shocked voice came from behind them. No. Anakin turned. A small woman with similar features to Galen stood in the doorway. He recognized Galen's sister Curie from the hologram Galen had received the day they'd arrived. It can't be true. Galen... Is it true? Of course not, Curie, Galen said. These Jedi are children. 
What do they know? Dara ignored Galen's comment. Did you leave our masters in the isolation sector? She asked urgently. Curie tore her sorrowful gaze from her brother and faced the Padawans. They were on their way here. The toxin is no longer dangerous. It has a short half-life we've just discovered. The winds will bring no danger to Tacto. And our masters? Dara asked. Where are they now? They are in great danger, Curie said. They are pinned down by the Avani invaders outside the city of Obendo in the Ground Canyon fields. Dalheap had them under surveillance. I discovered that he had placed tracking devices in my transports. When I found out, I went after them. I was just in time to see a large vessel force them down. They are under attack from a platoon of battle droids. Our battle droids, she added, with a glance at Galen. How can we trust her? Ferris asked the others in a low tone. What if she and Galen are in league together? What if they're trying to get us out of clear sector so they can take off? The Padawans looked at each other, confusion on their faces. Yes, Curie could be lying. Galen definitely was. Who could they trust? Trust yourself. Breathe in your instinct. Then act. Anakin closed his eyes for a moment. He touched the river stone in his pocket, sliding his fingers over its warmth. He reached out to the force, to a place that he knew well. He felt a distant tug. Obi-Wan. Yes, his master was in danger. And Curie... Curie was telling the truth. Unease was still on his fellow Padawan's faces, but Anakin locked eyes with Ferris. We can't take a chance with our master's lives. Ferris hesitated only a fraction, surprised at the depth of Anakin's contact with the Force. You're right. Let's go. Chapter 18 The Padawans commandeered Galen's airspeeder. The four of them squeezed inside. Curie gave them the coordinates of where she had last seen the Avani transport and the Jedi. Look at all these Radnorans in isolation suits, Dara observed. I sure hope Curie is telling the truth, or we'll be in for a big surprise when the winds shift. Dara spoke lightly, but no one felt entirely easy about their decision. Even Anakin was a little worried. He was betting everything on his intuition. If he was wrong, the consequences would be severe. He could die, along with the other Padawans. I'm not wrong. He could feel Ferris's eyes on him. He kept his gaze forward as he piloted the craft. He wasn't about to retreat now. Ahead, they saw the energy gate that led to the isolation sector. Curie had given them the coordinates to bypass it. Anakin entered them into a single beam, and the energy gate opened. They zoomed through. For a moment, they all held their breath. Then Ferris took a deep breath. Dara did the same. Well, there's no turning back now, she said. Ferris accessed the mapping device in the shipboard computer. He studied the Ground Canyon site. There are several access points, he said. We have to assume that they're probably still very close to where Curie saw them, Dara said. She said their speeders were destroyed. She also said the transport following them was quite large, True added. So if we take a narrow route through the canyons, we might have the element of surprise. 
We're going to need more than surprise if that transport was filled with prototype droids, Ferris remarked. Not only that, the transport probably has some sort of blaster cannons. If you're trying to raise our confidence level, it's not working, Dara said. We're coming up on the ground canyons, Ferris warned. Anakin slowed down slightly. Ahead, he only saw what looked like scribble markings on the ground. Then he realized the markings revealed deep cracks in the ground surface. Ferris read out a coordinate. Take that route, he said. It will bring us close to where Curie saw our masters. Anakin zoomed down the canyon. He hugged the canyon walls, going as fast as he dared. By the look on Ferris's face, it was faster than the other Padawan would like. Anakin pushed the engines up a notch. He knew he was in complete control. Ahead, he saw the large, hulking shape of the Avani transport ship. It was idling, its repulsor lift engines on low, keeping it a few meters off the ground. Dust rose around it in a filmy cloud. Anakin grew excited. I've seen that kind of transport before, he said. It was years ago, in the Trade Federation battle for Naboo. This is a slightly smaller version of an MTT, a multi-troop transport. They store battle droids and are usually piloted by two droids. They also have heavy frontal armor. The ship itself can be a weapon. True looked uneasy. They can go through rock walls. It looks like this one already did, Dara said, swallowing hard. A solid wall of rock had been splintered into fragments. Droids littered the ground. Our masters must have battled there, Ferris said in a hushed tone. Anakin hovered near the site, careful to keep out of sight of the MTT's bridge. They saw no evidence of their masters. I hear blaster fire, Dara said suddenly. We're close. Then Anakin could hear it too. He placed his hands back at the controls, ready to zoom ahead. Wait, Ferris commanded. 